is a secret place I know. He is not found in the open. He is hidden inside me. Agaba, oh, Agaba. found in the open place. <laughs> yes, you dwell in my secret place. Agaba, oh, Agaba. Ochedu lebeka wano. Ochedu lebeka wano. Ochedu lebeka wano. Agaba, oh, Agaba. Agaba, oh, Agaba. Abaga, oh, Agaba. Ochedu labeka, oh, Agaba, oh, Agaba. You're the secret place I found. It's your hidden inside me. It's in you I live and move. I got my own. 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 I got my own.
Shalom, 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 Shalom. Shalom, evening, people of God. Shalom, evening, church. Please, I believe you are all doing well. I believe everybody is doing well. Amazing, amazing. Wow. I give God praise and I thank God for your lives. By the special grace of God, I'm also doing well with my family. God bless you and increase you. My daughter, Bold Jen, may the Lord increase his grace over your life. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. My son, Kwame Uwafusu, God bless you and increase his anointing over your life. The royal Dake Prince, God bless you and cause you to walk in greater measure. Of his anointing. Sami Afari, God bless you. Sami Enchi, God bless you. May the hand of the Lord continually rest upon you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. God bless everybody. Hallelujah. Everybody here, God bless you. Mark Oman, God bless you. May the Lord increase you. May the hand of the Lord strengthen you and your family in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. All right. God bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Sir Peters L. Obed, God bless you and increase his grace and anointing on your life in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. God bless you. I want to welcome all of you to this evening session of our prophetic training here by the special grace of god the lord takes us through um, the trainings of his word and we are always empowered by the light of god's word and i believe that this evening is not an exception the spirit of god that has been with us all these moments he will shake himself once again and his light will be released upon us and whatever that has become ignorance blocking our way the light of God will cause it to vanish in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus and I know that as we get to know the truth of God's word we are going to be empowered in Jesus precious mighty name let's take a word of prayer blessed father we give you praise and we give you all the glory Thank you for your grace and your mercies. Thank you even for the covenant of salt that you have had with us, which actually speaks of the perpetuity of your grace and mercies and your love towards us. We exalt you. We ask in Jesus' precious mighty name that your mighty hand will continually rest upon us. The word of the Lord says that, the entrance of thy word giveth light and giveth understanding even unto the simple. We ask in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus that as your word cometh, O Lord, let the light of your word shine on our hearts in Jesus' name. Any form of ignorance that has become darkness in us, mighty God, as your light shines, let it be dissipated and let it be removed even from our system in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Grant us the grace 
even to come to a place of divine understanding in your word that at the end your name alone will be glorified sanctify your people by your truth for your word is truth even in jesus precious mighty name amen amen hallelujah 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 i'm very very excited to have all of you here this evening i know and i know and i know again that god is going to touch somebody with his light in jesus precious mighty name amen and the glory of god will definitely be released into our lives in the mighty name of the lord jesus amen god bless you my son the royal dakar prince god bless you and increase you in grace in the mighty name of the lord jesus amen all right i have a lot of things to share with us i don't know where to start from a lot of things somebody said the background sound is a bit louder than your voice is that so because i think i'm speaking oh really is it a song or just the strings it is the network i've actually ended the song long time i think the network that messed up is the reason why we are having this experience so um, as we oh the agaba will end very soon mm. yeah i think it's the network i hope we all noticed that when we started at some point um the sound was not coming it was as a result of the network um issue yeah so when the sound came back the whole thing started again i don't know how podbean works on that but i think um at least when the sound came back it should have started with the with where the song actually was but we want to start everything from the beginning but it will end very soon so once it ends let me know amen Alright, so once um the song ends and only the strings come, just um let me know. Alright, no problem. Okay, so it will end very soon. It will end very soon. But before that, Let's make some prophetic declarations right now in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I declare by the power of the Holy Ghost 
in the name of Jesus. Whatever good thing that the Lord has in stock for your life in this season, let it be released in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I don't know what belongs to you that is in the custody of the enemy. And I don't know what belongs to you that somebody has covered it. I prophesy by the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Anything that belongs to you that is in the hands of an ungodly person, I release it into your hands now in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May the hand of the Lord release your marriage. There are some of you listening to me. It was according to the will of God concerning your life this year that you marry. But the year is almost ending and you did not see anything like that. It was in the written plan of God concerning your life that this year you, you should travel. But the year is almost ending and you did not see anything like that. Anything that God wrote concerning your life that you have not yet seen its manifestation. I am praying for you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Even if it was your own fault that prevented you from seeing it, may God show you mercy and open the great doors of restoration unto you in the name of Jesus. I prophesy that your life will not be cut short in the mighty name of Jesus. If the witches in your mother's house, if the wizards in your father's house have plotted that they will take your life before the end of this year. I declare in the name of Jesus. They will pay with their own lives. In the name of Jesus. Let the preservation of the Lord. Be over your life. And over your entire family. Now I command every sickness in your body to come out. In the name of Jesus. Be set free. From the bondage of the enemy. You will not die before your time. In the name of Jesus, I speak by the authority of the word of God. May your soul be snatched even from the plotters of death. In the mighty name of Jesus. And let the mercies of the Lord locate your life. Whatever the Lord has in stock for your destiny will surely come to pass. You will not fail. I said you will not fail. You will not fail. Let failure be far away from your destiny. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May the Lord show you great mercy. And cause his grace to be strong on your lives. In Jesus precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. I believe the song has ended now. Okay, somebody just texted in here that the song has ended. Nice one. Nice one. Nice one. All right, people of God. I get excited anytime we meet here. Um, can you hear the echo? Can you hear the echo, please? You cannot hear the echo. Can you hear? All 
Okay. All right. All right. Great. Great. We give God praise. Thank you, Lord. Is the sound okay? Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. All right, all right. We thank God for gifting us, even with such an awesome moment like this in His presence. I believe the Lord will help us and He will open the eyes of our understanding, even to know the secrets of His kingdom. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Now, let me say something here quickly. After saying what I want to say, I will open the floor for some questions before I move on to the message. Amen. Now, many people take the Bible and they can read from Genesis even to Revelation and they still don't understand what is going on. They can read the whole Bible. Some of them have even read the Bible more than five times, cover to cover. Still, they just don't understand what is happening and what is actually playing before them and in fact some of the people i'm even talking about are pastors you see they don't really have understanding into what god is trying to achieve and because of the lack of this understanding we, we actually miss a lot of things because sometimes when you listen to the message that a certain pastor or man of God will pick from the scriptures and preach, it is a clear sign that they don't have understanding of what the whole Bible is about. It's a clear sign. Hallelujah. So you see, as a child of God, if you don't have understanding into what God is trying to achieve, you see, we are not here for fun. You did not create yourself. You didn't make your own self. Are you listening to me? That is why the most foolish thing you can ever do to yourself as a person is to choose what you want. The most foolish thing you can ever do in life is to choose what you want. Are you listening to me?
Can you all hear me, please? Good. So most of the times, when I get the chance to talk to to us, especially in the teachings, I make all of us understand the purpose of life and destiny. That is why if you have studied my whole teaching and everything revolves around destiny, 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 destiny. Because we are not here on our own accord. Are you listening to me? You did not create yourself. God made you. He fashioned you. He molded you for you to fulfill his purpose not your own because you do not have any purpose outside god are you listening Good. So it is very, very dangerous and unwise on the side of every human being to decide what he wants. Now, when you read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, there are certain few things I want all of us to understand. Now, we studied. Um, this new topic that God gave us understanding the whole Bible and I think I need to revisit it again because the part 2 and 3 did not reflect um, on the podcast list I don't know what happened so um, I have to hit on it again so that um, those who want to go and download and listen to it can do so Amen all right now we came here for a purpose i gave you a certain simple clue that the whole bible is actually about the covenant journey of god with mankind the covenant journey of god with mankind the covenant journey of God with mankind. That is what the whole Bible, when you pick it just like that, that is what the whole Bible is about. But in that broad topic, the covenant journey of God with mankind, when you go into details, you will understand the unveiling of what God actually wants to do with mankind. But the whole Bible is actually, you know, um, the body of literature hmm, that speaks of God's covenant journey. It is the record of God's covenant journey with mankind. So everything we are seeing in the Bible is actually talking about God having covenant with human beings. And based on that covenant, he was relating 
with them. And whatever we read actually is a record of the kind of covenant work that God had with some people. Are you listening to me? You need to understand this all. These are basic things we need to know. Good. Now, I've taught on this before, so I'm just doing a quick recap. Now, so when you look at this whole broad topic, which is the Bible, that we all know. Okay, let me ask if some of us heard what I said. Because we'll be clear, eh, eh, hey, TV. Let me ask again. What definition did I give to the Bible? I said, what is the Bible? type in fast. What is the Bible? I'm talking about the Holy Bible we have. Ye. Please, I'm not seeing anything. Somebody just wrote a covenant journey. Somebody too wrote God's covenant with mankind. Someone said it's a book that contains covenant that God has with mankind. Okay. Who else? Okay. 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 Some said the covenant journey of God with mankind. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Listen to the definition um, carefully. Can you all hear me, please? Somebody said it's about how we should live our life as the people of God. Okay. All right. Let me. This is the simple definition I gave. You see, <laughs> if you don't get this, you you will have a lot of problems with understanding the scriptures, and that is why we have a lot of denominations. 
I'm telling you. So when, when you are walking and maybe you meet somebody and the person asks you, you, do you believe in the Bible? You say yes. You say, okay, what is the Bible? What book are you holding? You say, Bible, so what is it? Give a quick definition of the Bible. Listen to the definition carefully. Don't forget it. This thing you should never forget. It's a simple definition. Because many people have different definitions for the Bible. Some people say that it is the, the love letter that God wrote to man. That the Bible is God's love letter to mankind. So people say things. Some people even generally say the Bible is the word of God. Apart from the Bible, there is no word of God. Is that really true? And I know that many of you who believe that, many of you here, you believe that the Bible is the word of God. And apart from the Bible, there is no word of God. You see? Do you know that it is possible that somebody can become maybe the ruling president of the whole world and you gather all the Bibles in the world in every secret corner? And burn all of them in such a way that there will be no Bible left in this world. Do you know that it is possible? Do you know that that is possible? Good. If that is possible and the Bible is the word of God and without the Bible there is no word of God, then Jesus will be lying to us when he said, all things shall pass away, but my word will not pass. We have seen several times where emperors and kings, presidents, bent Christian Bibles. Hmm? They bent them. Are you listening to me? Let me give you a certain picture. You see, when Paul the apostle was going to Ephesus. Understand this. As at that time, the only thing that existed was the book of, from Genesis to Malachi. Genesis to Malachi. And this whole book, when you look at all the books from Genesis to Malachi, it was actually addressing the children of Israel. That book was no way going to be fruitful to the Ephesus because they were Gentiles. They were not part of those that were bringing goats and sheep for their sins to be covered and a whole lot. Not. So even when Paul went there, Paul never made mention of some of the sacrificial things that the Israelites used to do. The only thing Paul carried to the Gentiles was the message of Christ. Believe in the Lord Jesus. He will wipe away your sins. The Holy Ghost will come and dwell in you. You will now have a relationship with the Father the word and even the spirit are you, are you listening to me so when paul went to ephesus he did not carry any book from genesis to malachi he went to preach the gospel take note of this 
he went to preach and paul went to ephesus as a witness of the lord jesus christ so even the people that were gentiles that were not part of the commonwealth of israel they believed in the lord jesus and the holy ghost filled them whilst the people whom jesus came to were not believing in the lord jesus are you listening to me i want to let you understand something i've already explained it here that the bible that we have when you want to define the bible in the sense Can you all hear me, please? Good. Now, when you want to define the Bible in the sense of the Word of God, we can simply say that the Bible is the written Word of God. That's what we can say, the written Word of God. Are you getting it? And the beautiful part of it is that Can you all hear me, please? Good. So we can actually say that the Bible is the written word of God. Simply, just at least to help the lame man have some understanding. The Bible is the written word of God. Because there are dimensions of God's word. Are you getting it? So the Bible that we have will be the written word of God. But if you want to be very technical, very, very, very technical, and you look at the Bible carefully, you will understand that there are words of God, the Father, in the Bible. There are words of the Son. There are words of the holy ghost there are words of angels there are words of satan there are words of men in the bible i hope you all know that and believe that
good. So if you are looking at all these things and you want to define the Bible, you would have to speak from a different perspective. Are you getting it? But the beautiful part of it is that Bible said all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. In the book of 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16. The Bible said all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine. Doctrine. For reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Are you following? Good. So you see, you need to now understand that even though certain men spoke, but the Bible said, all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. So it was God who inspired men to write what we have. So the focus should not actually be on the men who wrote it. But it should be on the inspiration behind the writing. It is actually from the perspective of that inspiration that we can see the Bible is the word of God. But if you want to be technical, I don't know if you are getting my point. Nice one. Nice one. Because when we read the book of John chapter 1, the Bible said in the beginning, chapter 1 verse 1 downwards, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. We are not talking about the Bible here. Can you all hear me please? Good. So it said, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. It didn't say in the beginning. It is so that word of God that is in the book of John chapter 1 verse 1 that John is actually speaking about is not the Bible. I hope you get it. Can you all hear me please? So in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. That word of God there, the Bible said it was with God. And it was God. So that word of God is God. 
not the Bible. I don't know if you are getting my point. And the Bible said, it was even this word that God used to create all things. And the Bible said there was nothing that God made outside the word. When you read from the International Standard Version, he said, in the beginning the word existed. The word was with God and the word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. Through him all things were made. And apart from him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life. And that life brought light to humanity. Can you see that even the pronoun that they are giving to the word of God here is like a male. Like him, 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 he, something like that. Are you getting it? Good. So that is not the Bible you are holding. It is not the Bible that God had that he used to create the world. No. The word of God is a person and that is God. Are you following? And we all know that when we read from even verse 14, the Bible said, The word became flesh and lived among us. The word became flesh and lived among us. And we all know that is the Lord Jesus Christ. So the true word of God is Jesus. Are you following? The true word of God is Jesus Christ. So now what then is the Bible? The Bible is actually God revealing Jesus to mankind. So now, when we pick the Bible, the Bible is actually giving us a dimension of the word of God that God wants to fulfill on the earth. I don't know if I'm getting my point. There is the reason why from Genesis to Revelation everything in that Bible which we have is actually speaking of the Lord Jesus Christ. Everything from Genesis revelation is speaking of the Lord Jesus Christ now hear me carefully I'm about to see another thing can you all hear me please good now listen if you really want to understand what is going on in God's universe now as I'm talking to you and from the beginning you would have to bring some kind of parallel understanding between the book of Genesis and the book of the Revelation of Jesus Christ. That is the reason why anything you see in the book of Genesis and you find in the book of Revelation, it is actually speaking of God's eternal plan and mandate. So you see, we read in the book of Genesis, the Bible made mention of the tree of life And we also read in the book of Revelation, the Bible also made mention of the tree of life. 
that the word of the Lord said, He that overcometh, God will cause him to eat of the tree of life, which is in his garden. And we all know that the Bible made mention of the tree of life in the book of Genesis. So you see, the book of Genesis actually is in, in parallel with the book of Revelation. Because Genesis actually means beginning. Are you following? Genesis means beginning. That is why somebody can say, oh, the, the whole genesis of the problem is this. It means the beginning of the problem. So the, the book of Genesis, uh, Genesis is the word beginning. Now the question is, beginning of what? Beginning of what? Beginning of the Christ agenda of God on this earth. So God brought us here to fulfill a certain mandate. Listen to me carefully. That mandate that God wants to fulfill is called Christ. Christ. But there is a way that God has designed that that Christ will be fulfilled on earth. And that way is through what we call kingdom. Kingdom. So when you begin to read the Bible, you will start getting a certain understanding of how the whole thing is about a certain kingdom of God that is coming on earth and a whole lot of things. That the Bible even made mention of the fact that God said he wanted to make the children of Israel a kingdom of priests. A kingdom of priests. Now even the book of the revelation of Jesus Christ, chapter 1 verse 5 and 6, the Bible says that even the Lord Jesus, he has made us kings and priests unto God. Are you getting it? So Jesus has made us kings and priests unto God. So the whole thing is about the fulfillment of Christ. But the fulfillment of Christ will be through a certain kingdom plan. That is why there is no way Christ can be fulfilled outside the, the system of God's kingdom. Are you following? Now, when you now come to the place of the kingdom, you will know that there is no joke. Because that is the, that is the most serious part of the fulfillment of our destiny. Very, very serious. Kingdoms don't joke.
Hallelujah. So we are not just people that believe in Jesus so that we can escape hell and go to heaven. That is the dumbest gospel you have ever heard. It is not in the Bible. There is nothing like that in the Bible that we believe in Jesus so that we can go to heaven. You have thrown away God's kingdom assignment. I'm telling you, there is nothing like that. Believe in Jesus and go to heaven. So if you think the very purpose and the very main reason for which you believed in Jesus is for you to go to heaven, why is it that the day you believed in Jesus, you did not escape to heaven? Because that would have been better on, on the crusade grounds. You know, the moment of far Christ to you, you are gone. Then no, you are in heaven. Then angels are singing, you are worthy, O Lord. You believed in Jesus, you are here. Hmm? You are still here. The same people that were mocking at you in school, they are still mocking at you now. Now, crowd, they are worse. <laughs> yeah. Are you worse now? The lady you were crashing on when you believed in Jesus. But the moment you believed in Jesus, you say, hey. So you have lost a damsel <laughs> because you have believed in the Lord Jesus. Hey, what is happening? Are you listening to me? You would believe in Jesus and you would have to still go to school. Get a nice job. Else you will die. You will not eat. Are you listening? You would believe in Jesus. If you don't study in class, you will get zero. They might either repeat you or they will expel you from the school. You feel pains. I mean pains. Someone say pains, W-E-T-D, pains. <laughs> My God. Hallelujah. Now, this should let you start thinking that no, you did not believe in Jesus only to escape to heaven. Because... Let me bring in some things here. We are seeing sitting around so near man here. A dear betching, no, they are sure. Intimate chain crobia, me chitter for an anemia main coin, a whole dear Osuni hop, a man in the hop, heaven bear do, very periaco heaven. Say me drew heaven and my money, who knew not to be chaffing. Ping. I love the, the beat there, the ping ping. Hallelujah. You see, the 
that song was born out of a certain understanding of the scriptures are you listening to me? a certain understanding that he had and this is quite heavy but let me just hit it it is indeed the truth that we have greater hope to receive greater things hallelujah and if your main understanding is that eh, i've believed in jesus it's okay mm, let me go through problems uh, when i go to heaven definitely um, i will get a reward let me bring understanding to you on this side you cannot take sufferings from christianity never it's not possible are you listening to me maybe you have believed in jesus you want things to go so cool for you sir on this earth it is not possible there are suffering you would need sufferings to purify your soul to be accepted into higher realms of glory you would need sufferings that is why the bible said that god he perfected our lord jesus christ through many sufferings so many sufferings perfected him are you listening to me so there are sufferings in christ they are known as the sufferings of christ so when you become a child of god you will definitely go through sufferings but listen to what i'm about to tell you not every suffering is the suffering of christ so we don't just conclude every suffering it might be a witch fighting your destiny we don't sit down for witches to kill us and say that's that's nonsense Many people are dying when God has not called them. Are you listening to me? So you need to differentiate the sufferings of Christ from the sufferings that the enemy brings to us. The sufferings of Christ are known as tests. The sufferings of the enemy are known as temptations. They are all having different purposes. The sufferings of Christ are for purification and for promotion in the spirit realm. The sufferings of the enemy are actually for demotion and destruction. So you are a young man of God, you are now growing up, maybe you are a man of God. And somebody's wife tempted you and you slept with the person's wife. Hey! Now, don't come and tell me that this one is part of the sufferings of Christ. There is something wrong with you. This is not a test. It is a temptation. Are you with me? And when that temptation came, the main purpose of temptation is to cause you to fall. So you fell. Let me open your eyes a little more. Have you ever seen that 
we are in school and maybe we, you are in DHS too. You wrote examination and you failed portal. What would be the, the thing that maybe the school officials would do? Maybe their judgment after marking everything and still you are failing. What would they say? What might, what might be exactly? So they will repeat you in the class. That is what we call when you fail a test. You repeat where you are. Are, are you listening to me? Temptations are not like that. When, you, when temptations come after you and you fail or you fall into the temptation, you, you, they reduce you from where you are. So if you were in JHS 2, they can bring you to class 6. When the Lord is testing a man and the person fails in that test, there will be another test for you, but you will repeat. The repetition is where the problem is because you will be going through circles, standing at the same place. But God can show you mercy. He will bring another test. When you pass, you will go further. So when you fail in a test, what you do is that in key, there is something we used to call in CC corrections. Are you listening? You now sit down and you go back to know why you got this thing wrong. And then you now get the answers. When you get the answers, you have now learned a lesson. When another test comes, you can use the knowledge you have from the answers from the first one as a means even to get the new test correct and be promoted. Are you listening? But if you keep failing, that means you have not learned lessons. You will always be repeated at where you are. Are you listening to me? So take note. Take note of these things. And whenever the enemy wants to tempt a man, what he does is this. There is something in us called the flesh. The flesh. Now, the flesh produces what we call the works of the flesh. It is actually your flesh that causes you to do what God said you should not do. So God says that fornication is wrong. But you, you feel like fornicating. When you see that damsel, it looks like if you don't sleep with her, you will die. Then you'll be feeling some things inside your body. What you are actually feeling is as a result of your flesh. Now, the works of your flesh is actually what feeds demonic spirits. Take note of this thing. Let's say all the, all the people in Ghana have decided they will never fornicate. The married people will stay with their husbands. No side chick, nothing. No 
um, no side chick, no side boo. <coughs> and everybody is following the principles of God. Spiritually, do you know some of the things that will happen? A lot of demons controlling the nation Ghana will lose their strength forever. They will grow so weak as if they are dying. Because the more we keep doing the works of the flesh, we give them food to eat. Many people have told you this, that demons are disembodied spirits. And they are actually known as mental and conceptual beings. You have a concept. You have an idea. So you see, all these things start from the thought realm. That is where demons operate most. About 95% of demons operate in that realm. So what they eat actually are the thoughts of men. When you begin to think negative thoughts, you are feeding demons. And once you feed them and they become strong, they will influence you to think more evil. And when you think more evil and you do the evil thing, you empower them the more. So you see, the more people sin and give themselves to the works of the flesh, the more demons get empowered on earth. This is the reason why evangelism is a serious thing. Because if we don't go for evangelism to win souls, all these souls will begin to think in a way that will feed demons. And I'm telling you, when demons are fed, it is not only one person they torment. Are you listening to me? That is why I told you the other time that mostly when I go for any program at any place and maybe they, um, I go to a hotel, the moment I enter the hotel room, the first thing I do, I'll go and stand at a corner, pray to God. God will now show me the atmosphere of the room. I will now know what is happening. If maybe other negative spirits are moving around, I will sack them by prayer. To get an atmosphere that will be conducive for the spiritual assignment that I'm coming to fulfill. Are you following? So a young man and a young lady entered the hotel room and they kept having sexual intimacy for three days. Even if it is a day, they left an atmosphere in the room. Now, they engaged themselves in the works of the flesh. If I don't stand in prayer to do the needful, if care is not taken, that atmosphere that has been left can influence my mind and my thoughts. So a lot of men of God went to minister in certain places they ended up sleeping with church members in their hotel rooms and that was never their plan but they didn't know 
a higher energy was controlling their thoughts and their minds whilst they were you see so when they enter the church or the throne they have the power of god moves the moment they go back to the hotel room their thoughts start changing all of a sudden they begin to think they begin to think maybe you see so they will go to the church premise the next day and they will take one of the ushers number the next morning can you come and see me at the hotel early in the morning okay the next thing you hear also Hey. Hallelujah. You see, let me tell you. You, as spiritual as you are, hmm? as highly spiritual as you are, there are times even when you are standing on the altar preaching, a certain negative thought can drop in your mind all of a sudden. On the altar, On the altar, the thought will drop. Bam! Now, your ability in your soul to control these thoughts will determine whether you will control the thought or the thought will control you. Are you listening to me? That's why we don't joke with matters like this. You see, sometimes we, we make we make you look like oh, it is nothing. Eh? A that has destroyed great men. Great men have fallen down flat because of thoughts. And if thoughts were remaining as thoughts, can you problem? But sometimes they become desires. And there is a point in your desire called a burning desire. At that point, you think if you don't do the thing, you will die. Hmm. The thing will, will it, it, yes, it will become so strong on you that you don't know what to do. When you, you hit that point, it means you entertained a thought and it has gotten to that point. Are you following? Listen to something that James said. James chapter 1 verse 13 and 14. Listen to it carefully. Then we'll read to, let's read to verse 15. James chapter 1 verse 13 to 15. James said, Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempted he anyone are you getting it he said whenever you are tempted don't say it is gone never so the young lady came and stood before you nice lady and you couldn't resist don't say it is gone that's a foolish thing to, to do. 
He said, remember, when you are being tempted, do not say, God is tempting me. God is never tempted to do wrong. And he never tempts anyone else. God, he does not tempt anybody. Temptation is not of the Lord. He said, listen to this. He said, temptation comes from our own desires. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Temptation comes from our own desires. Which entice us and drag us away. He said, these desires give birth to sinful actions. And when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. So don't be misled. My dear brothers and sisters. Ooh. James is telling us something heavy. He said, when we read from the King James, King James says that every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own last and entire. Your own last. So you you have a last. Now you see the, the NLT called it desire. The King James called it last. That is why I keep telling you something about this last and I told you that the word last and desire are the same. And you see what the Bible said? Your own, your own. So you own the last. <laughs> are you getting my point? That last, you own it. It is part of you. The desire is part of you. And the thing is, when you are drawn by it, when you are drawn, so you are not supposed to be drawn by your desires. You need to draw your desire to a way that will produce life. And to be drawn means to be controlled or led. Are you listening to me? Listen to this carefully. Now, the desire that is in us differs based on our own differences there are some of us our desire is on the side of maybe women when you see fair woman you can't think straight some of you money when you see money you can do anything to, to have it are you listening to me some of you to food is a banana. <laughs> hey. So you see, the desires differ based on how our differences are like. Not that some people you can be naked and stand in front of them, they don't care. Women cannot entice them. Nothing. But money. <laughs> money. When you go and look at their bed sleep, bed sleep, hmm? it is like the angel holding the measuring tape, measuring the, <laughs> the parameters, the diameter and the circumference of the whole earth. Hey! Money, every anytime they are talking to you, money, everything, money. Now take note of this. 
when the enemy sees what your desire loves, he will let that thing control you so that you will be drawn by that your desire. And the Bible said, when your, your soul, your, your desire is drawn, it means when it is being controlled, it is like this. Let me explain. It is like a young girl that is having sexual intimacy with somebody. Definitely, if care is not taken, you will conceive. Are you listening to me? So your lust or your desire is like a womb. A womb. Hmm? Our dear. That is waiting for a seed to fall into it. And the moment that seed falls into it, it conceives. And the Bible said, when desires or the desire conceives, it will give birth to sin. That when life has conceived, it bringeth forth sin. And even when sin comes, that is not all. He said, when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin. And sin, when it is finished, the NLT says that when it is allowed to grow, he said, and when sin is allowed, that means you can even stop sin from growing. Whenever you, you, you are not able to stop sin from growing, it simply means that sin now controls you or it has dominion over you. It tells you what to do. And when that happens, then the word of the Lord will say, sin has now also produced what we call death. And that is why for the wages of sin is death. Once you sin, the, the payment is death. But it is not death when it is in the state of desire. Are you getting it? When you are just being drawn by your lustful desires, it is not yet sin. But if you allow it to become sin, definitely death will follow. So I pray for everybody listening to me that your desire, which is a womb, that is receiving negative thoughts and conceiving it into sin. I command every negative thought in your desire, in your lust, to miscarry in the name of Jesus. If lust can conceive, then it can miscarry. I pray for you, in the name of Jesus, any spirit that is having intimacy with your desire, in order to drop negative seeds, I command that spirit to live your life alone now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, we need to understand The Bible said, after sin is finished, it produces death. 
Now, what death is James talking about here? It is not necessarily physical death that after you, because many, many, people, many of you have fornicated. After you fornicated, you did not die. But do you know what happened? Something died in you. Something lost its life source inside you. That is why many people fornicate and the ability to control their financial life is gone. They begin to lose money just like that. Many people fornicate and the ability to make right choices when it comes to relationship is taken away. They will now start focusing on big buttocks and money to choose who to be with eternally. That's very dangerous. This the, you see, may the Lord help his people. Many people gave themselves to fornication. Now, they have come back to themselves. They want to marry and they are struggling. They are struggling to marry you. The life source that was upon your marital life is gone. So you, your marriage was supposed to be very easy. It was so simple. You would have just met a man at Walmart. That is all. He would just pay for you and take your number. Marriage, I don't know. But because you gave yourself to fornication, if you like you, you go and pay for the man, he will not marry you. <clears throat> Hallelujah. And another aspect is that the Bible said there is a certain sin that leads to death. And a sin that does not lead to death. That's a very heavy statement. The Bible said, For the wages of sin is death. Why is it that now there is a sin that does not lead to death? We now need to understand the kind of death the Bible was making mention of. Are you listening to me? Now, Paul made a certain statement. He said, Know ye not that your bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit? Know ye not that your bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit? And if you destroy the temple, God will also destroy you. These are heavy, heavy statements. I'm not saying this to put fear in your heart. I'm just trying to open your eyes. I'm not the one saying it. Paul wrote it. He said, 
all the sins that a man commit is without his body what does he mean can you sin a sin without your body can you sin without your body so what does it mean that a man has sinned without his body but then he said he that committed fornication sin against his own body in the book of first corinthians chapter 6 verse 18 first corinthians chapter 6 verse 18 He said, run from sexual sin. No other sin so clearly affect the body <laughs> as this one does. Uh-huh. You see, so, you see, New Living Translation is bringing out the deeper understanding. The King James will confuse you when you want to understand it from that point. He said, no other sin so clearly affects the body as this one does. For sexual immorality is a sin against your own body. Are you following? So it is so simple. Every sin that a man commits, it will definitely affect you. It will definitely affect you. But the Bible said, there is no other sin that can clearly affect your body as fornication does. All other sins can affect your body, but in the quantum and the magnitude of their effect in your body, no sin can be compared to fornication. Are you following? And the Bible says, when a man commits fornication, he has sinned against, he didn't say God, his own body. So if you sin against your own body and the wages of sin is death, then definitely your body will die. So anytime people commit fornication, let me give a simple, <laughs> yeah. hey, God have mercy on us. Can I, can I say it? If you commit fornication, you reduce your lifespan. Write it.
That's a very dangerous thing. Be a machine. <laughs> oh, Holy Ghost, help your people. There can be a zoonty. A topebi, a topebi, a topebi, do a big bepobu in Semjin. A topebi. Prophet Kofu Dra, Winti. And along the way, he said, A topebi, because it is not all atopa that will lead people to hell. Are you getting it? When you are part of family life and you engage in atopa, you increase your life. Oh, you want to simply understand what fornication is. There are deeper meanings to fornication, but let's just restrict it to the sexual side. Sleeping with somebody you are not married to is simply fornication. So you are not married, the person is not married. When you sleep together, when you have sexual intimacy, you have fornicated. Let's say you are married and you have slept with somebody who is not married. You have committed adultery. The person has committed fornication. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. Good. This thing I'm talking about is a dangerous thing in the lives of many people sexual immorality even pastors are struggling when you enter a church I, it is in the church like some of the churches like cancer it's a serious thing somebody saying what about prostitution is it the same as fornication definitely Prostitution, they say no crowd there, they say why why you say Obeji award. Are you following? What I'm talking about is a serious thing, and the pastors, most pastors can't talk about them we need to seriously address this matter and the, the problem that many of us are having is in the area of relationship because there are many young Christians who when the moment they enter into relationships they begin to fornicate and then God understands that you will marry hey. You think God will just break his word like go and study the word and you see. He goes in God understands, you know, he loves us. <laughs> you are not serious. What we are talking about is the word of God. And you want to use emotions to, you know.
Oh, God allowing Hosea to marry a prostitute was just an assignment that he was giving to the prophet. I think I made mention of that, of that some time ago. Not long ago, crap. Yeah. It is just God trying to, um, you know, reveal the way Israel has been treating him through the prophet. So that one was just God's movie that he was just playing. Yeah. This is why I keep telling people that when we say somebody is a prophet, we are not talking about the one that is prophesying. We are talking about the one whose life is a manifestation of a dimension of God. The moment, the moment you start having the desire and you begin to imagine you have actually according to where Jesus was speaking from because the realm that Jesus was speaking from was not just the physical realm. From that realm, once you begin to look at somebody lastfully do you, do you know what it means to look at somebody lastfully? It means in your imagination, you have already removed the person's clothes. And you're already sleeping with the person. In your imagination. Yeah. It's a serious thing. Based on this, I want to say something highly spiritual. Can I? A young man came to me and said, Daddy, I'm struggling with masturbation. Kindly pray for me. And the moment I laid my hands on his shoulder to pray for him, I saw the face of a young lady. And as I was looking at the lady, it looked like the lady was carrying something like a bucket of water. She fell. The bucket fell. And the water poured out. She went to fetch another one. She fell. And I didn't get what was happening. Listen to what I'm about to say. So I kept asking the Lord, why am I seeing this young lady and all these unfortunate experiences that she keeps having in my vision? And the Lord said, this young guy is interested in the lady you are seeing in the vision. And he always imagines himself sleeping with that lady. And when that imagination gets to a certain point of desire, that is what leads him to masturbation. So even by that act of imagination, the thing has even affected the lady physically. And now things are not picking for the lady. That's a very, very highly spiritual thing. <laughs> I got shocked. That what? You can imagine yourself sleeping with somebody in, in your own imagination. And the thing is affecting the person. Things are not going well for the person. It is destroying everything that the person... Like, what? From that, they say, hey. So you see, when Jesus stands there and tells you that when you look at somebody lastly, you have already committed adultery with the person. He knows where he's speaking from. The person doesn't even know you. 
That's why our imaginations are so powerful that we can use it to destroy people. I'm telling you. Hmm, hmm, hmm. So you're a young lady. Every day you wear trousers and you soon pray your buttocks like um, Abijah and Kube. You are walking about showcasing every area of your being. You attract if somebody will look who imagine you to masturbate and things will start going wrong. By the time you realize spiritual marriage has set in. Some people in their own imaginations they are married to some people already. I'm telling you, it's a dangerous thing. No? Very, very, very dangerous. So don't use your imagination to bewitch somebody. Are you listening to me? And always, that's why when you are praying, cover yourself that the blood of Jesus should cover you. Are you listening to me? Good. So and so forth. That is that is what we need to understand. The young ladies now more and more Don't be showing your breast. Don't be showing you like some place. What is wrong with you? Nipa Kran at how much more marine agents who love those things. If your soul is not strong enough. The spirit will just call you into the marine world. Problems will start. Even witches can look at the way you have done and say, Ah, my wife. Problem has started. This is why one of the commonest things you can ever see in this world is spiritual marriage. Very, very common. Very common. People can even marry, have their own husband with children and still be married to others in the spirit. It's a very serious thing. But it's very common. And that is the handiwork of Lilith in the marine kingdom. I've explained that. May the Lord help us and grant us divine grace in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. So after that, I guess God gave me the name of the young lady. And this is actually what happened. The guy was so interested in the young lady to the extent that 
he befriended the lady's friend. And anytime the lady finished taking her bath and she's dressing up, her friend will be taking some pictures while she's lying on her bed as if she's just watching her phone. And she will send the pictures to the guy. So you see, in one way or the other, So I told the guy that, who is this? He said, oh, a certain lady that um, I know. So that is where your, your problem is coming from. The man of God, it, it is true. I don't know, but anytime this, 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 this. Oh. And sometimes, the moment, maybe when somebody is speaking and the person mentions somebody's name and it's in line with the lady's name, maybe the lady is called Joyce Lena. The moment somebody mentions Joyce Lena, the picture, the naked picture of the lady will come into the guy's mind. Immediately, you feel that edge. That's a demonic calculation going there. Demonic calculation. How to pray for him? I told him to delete the pictures. Pictures on their <laughs> he has a file on his Android phone and he has logged it with a password. I said, Open that file down one one three two. He said, Ish. I said, Ish. Down open. He done the thing open. I said, Delete the pictures. He deleted the pictures and I said, The Lord will help you. In Jesus' mighty name, I prayed for him. I laid hands on him. He shouted. Ah! For some few minutes, he was free. Somebody else was having an issue. And what the guy did to the person was that he said, Oh, I went to see this man of God, but when you call him, he will not answer. He said, Which man of God will send me the picture? He sent the picture to send my picture to the guy. The guy just watched my picture and said, Lord, deliver me, deliver me. That was, I think I've shared that testimony here before. He was just looking on my picture and said, Lord, deliver me from, from masturbation. That was all. That was all for a whole year and some months. That urge even to do that never came. So you see, we need to understand these things and we need to always purify our minds. Don't allow negative thoughts to linger on in your mind. Don't allow. The moment a negative thought hits your mind, quickly clear it off. And the best way to clear off negative thoughts is to give your fac the faculties of your mind to positive things. Are you listening to me? To positive things. Some of us, our problem is we sit down and say, Lord, cast away this thing, cast away this thought. And you are sitting and you won't go to come and cast the negative thoughts away. 
It doesn't happen like that. One man of God said, Your increase in the spirit decreases your carnality. That is the pattern. If you are not engaging in higher positive things, it will be difficult for the negative things to be taken away. Because where the positive thoughts are supposed to occupy, that is where the negative thoughts are occupying. Are you listening to me? So you need to displace the evil thoughts and fill them with good thoughts. Amma B, God bless you. Are you following? Good. So we need to understand these things, people of God. You see, these things I'm talking about enter into the church. People of God, many youth are struggling with these things and they can't tell anybody. Because you tell pastor, he might even mention your name whilst preaching. Aside that, Kredemizei, eh, go and sit at the back of the church with two are same. You see? This matter must be addressed in the love of God. Else we will end up losing souls in church. So for excommunicate as in in, in church, it is just a system that people people have just set, and sometimes based on their principles, it is quite wrong. I say sometimes. Are you getting it? It is actually for correction. It is for correction. That's what sometimes it so you see that many churches they do that, but they do that in love. They will actually call you to the um the clergy and they will say this is what has come before us and this and this and that. It remains among ourselves. Nobody here is going out to say it. Then they will say, okay, so for the next three months, we want, to, we want you to withdraw from your duties. And um, you can, you see, sometimes when they do that, some of the, some, some people even put measures in place. And they can even send the person to a different, um, like a different location where they have their other branch. So the person will go there as if he's just, um, you know, continuing with the things of God. Meanwhile, if excommunicated the person and it will not be clearly known in the church as some people will do some of them will come and hold your hand and you will stand in front of the whole congregation and 
eni akosu ya kuma ni ewoma koye ni idisise no ni asofo oni na atena sini se ai jabem paduma wo ye no ha as dikin no he will not be able to do it anymore so from now he is no longer a dikin he has been suspended till further notice this is nonsense thing that's very nonsense and bad <laughs> what is wrong with them There are some people when you try that, you you ah a better way because whilst they are not doing their ministerial duties and they are sitting at their back, don't you know that when you are sitting at their back, you see more ladies more than when you are sitting in front. <laughs> the devil will tempt him more. By the time you realize that fifteen ladies at the back there are all pregnant, now I don't know whether you sack the man from the church or you shoot him for him to die. That's a very bad thing they do, yeah. But there is, you see, some people do it in love. They do it in love, and if you go to some church and you see how they do that, you'll be amazed. The way they will even help the person to come out of that condition alone is so beautiful. But some churches are not like that. Mm-mm. Organ back one obo organ. One organ you are playing in church. You want to sleep with all the girls in the church. One organ you are playing in church. <laughs> oh, may God have mercy. That is why I keep telling people. Put, you see, sometimes somebody said, "Papa, the girls too like them." Mm. As for the girls, matter there. Mm. I can't say it here. You don't know what is wrong with some of them. You just don't understand. Abba, mama saw for bread. Mm? Too much. <laughs> I remember some time ago in church, it was a Friday prophetic service. That day, the heat and the anointing was so heavy. Gosh, in fact, that day I prophesied to everybody in church. Everybody, the, the anointing was heavy, hey. and when we closed, some people decided to come and come to me. Daddy, God bless you. So I was just standing in front of um, the altar when people came. So, okay, God bless you, man of God. God bless you so much. God bless you. This a young lady walked to me, she was in church. I prophesied to her, she was in church. She walked straight to me. And she gave me a handshake. Man of God, God bless you. And you see that thing people do? Somebody will shake your hand and they will use their, their that 
their index finger, the one they used to point something, they will pass it in the middle of your hand. Can you all hear me, please? <laughs> My God. She did that. And in fact, I pretended as if I don't understand. Then I said, God bless you. God will open greater. Like in her mind, she said, man of God, man of God. As I throw your prophecy away, listen to what I want to say. Hey! The next thing that came out of her mouth, man of God, I love you. Straight for in church. Straight forward. Oh. I'm telling you. At that time, we used to meet in the classroom. Oh, mommy used to be um, an organizer in um, Nubji, in Presby. So there are just some few moments that she will pass through church because most of the times when we are having church service, they also will be having their meetings. And as at that time, the relationship was not all that strong like that. It was like on and off kind of relationship. <laughs> <laughs> so man of God, I, I said, God bless you and increase you. Um, yeah, you go far. Then I called the next person, and she knew that near any day she can. So I just sucked her, as if that was not all. I was there after three days when I received a text. Hmm? Why are your children mentioning my Oh no, sir. They ask and say, as at that time, where were you? Um, and I make say, oh, now we lose you for all the time. You see, she just entered. Eh, who will Hallelujah. Good. So you see, three days after that, I was there when somebody sent me a text. I went to check. God bless you, man of God. You've been a great blessing to my life. I thought it was a testimony. So I was getting excited. Whilst I was reading the thing, I realized that it was not a testimony. It was a love confession. I didn't know who the person was. So I kept asking, who is this, who is this, who is this, who is this? Then she sent me a picture. The moment I saw her, the broke. 
quickly. That evening we were preparing to go to church. She came to church. So after church, I sat, it was a teaching service. We closed quite early. I called her and I said, what do you want? He said, man of God, I don't know, like last two years, you came to minister at a certain church. It was my, my church. When you came there, I couldn't even focus. I just looked at you. I said, hey. Kumas Akivele. You see the way all of you are saying Jezebel, Jezebel. As if some of you have not done it before. Huh? As if some of you. Some of the men cried, we shouldn't even go. Some of the men. The troubles you have given to the young ladies in church. We don't even we shouldn't even go there because if we try to go to that side port beam will end i'm telling you <laughs> we will not cut top today nor tomorrow we are we are going there we are going there Young boy, you are in church. You have proposed to over seven girls in the church. Over seven. Hey. Baby, I make a If you know your matter has come before me, start praying because if my mouth patres small, hmm? you know patre. Patrick means Patrick. <laughs> hey. Oh, Patricia. I think we use the Patricia because Patricia fallen dear. Yay. All right, so people of God. <laughs> young guy in church some of the young ladies will even dress because of some guys in church very very canal people hmm? very canal they will do that uh, and they will get brother mike who holds the microphone and sing for the for the heavens to be released on the earth. They will, they will capture Brother Mike at one corner. Hmm? You too, you don't manifest the, the, the anointing you are drinking. Huh? Two weeks time, Brother Mike takes microphone to sing and we can't even hear his voice. When he wants to shout hallelujah, say, there, he, there, is, there is no oil, no oil. 
the wire is gone. And this same lady will come to Brother Mike and make him look like he has he is the devil's incarnate. You see that the foolish thing that they do in church. Colas Varikis Atuhas. If you understand the tongues, you know that your matter is next. They have drained the whole anointing. Brother Mike cannot. Brother Mike. Brother Mike. When Brother Mike used to minister, people will be falling under the anointing. Some people can even come to him after ministering. Brother Mike, once we were ministering, I saw two angels standing, and Brother Mike said, Wow, amazing. We give glory to God. Now Brother Mike is ministering. He lays hands, he pushes people. Still, they don't fall. These things I'm talking about, the main reason why many people we saw that were walking in dimensions of the anointing are not experiencing them anymore fornication is one of the dangerous anointing killers in, in, in the church i'm telling you very dangerous it will kill your anointing immediately can i say this when fornication and sexual immorality start killing your anointing take note people might still fall you might sing people will fall and you think ah Charlie, the anointing is still day you don't know that some people fall for their own reasons <laughs> some people even cry for their own reasons once you are ministry hmm? You are singing in church. You lifted. I have made you too small in my eyes. Somebody will, will now trash it just like that. Hey, and a person will start crying. Oh, and you think it is the anointing that is in your song that has caused the person to fall. You don't know. She has actually made somebody too small in her eyes in the church, and she later found out. That the person is the son of an MP and the thing has pinned her. Resonance has taken place. So you think your anointing is working? Mm-mm. Tell you, broken heart is, has caused many people to cry during worship songs, and the leaders of the worship think that ah, God is moving. Hey. Let me tell you. When God moves, what we actually hear of is not the falling of people. It can, 
But when God moves, the greatest thing that it does is repentance. It draws the heart of men to repentance. So if you want to okay. So if you want to know how to um, overcome the temptation of the ladies. Okay. Alright. Let me help you with some little um, secrets that I know. You might not take it because some are personal. <laughs> I remember when we were having about one month or two months to get married. I was there when somebody sent me a message on WhatsApp. And the moment the person sent the message, the person said, Really? You thought I would never get connected to you again, right? <laughs> I said, Hey! I said, who is this? I said, hey, so you have the guard to even question my identity. Don't you have this contact on your phone? This, 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 this. I said, please, who is this? Then he said, is this not set? I said, yes. I said, is this not elder set? I said, elder. Are you serious at all? Elder in which church? <laughs> So, is this not Elder said, Ahenemako Kobein? said, You are not serious. Church of Pentecost. He said, Me, Church of Pentecost, Ahenemako Kobein. In fact, I sent the chat to Ms. Um, Mami. She loved her. Osre, <laughs> Miss. I said, What is the matter? She sent a picture. I said, and she, when she sent the picture, the picture was the, that pastor that she's talking about, Elder Seth. He said, are you not the one in this picture? I said, ah, young lady. Look at this old, <laughs> look at this old man and myself. Say, so you, you think I'm a fool, eh? You want, to, you want to take advantage of me? You want to, I said, hey, what is the matter? What has Elder Seth done? He said, hey, 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 don't pretend as if you don't know. You did it. And I said, hey. She said, I didn't even know what to say. So I got angry, honestly. And I told the lady, if you don't stop that nonsense, I will block you. Then she sent my a picture. <coughs> That is one of my old pictures. He said, are you not? Is this not you? I said, yes, that's me. He said, uh-huh, I said it. You are the person I'm talking about. I said, well, look at the old picture you have sent me. And this one that you have sent right now. Are they the same? He said, yeah, I'm not seeing any difference. You are the one. So I asked him, okay, what has Elder Seth done to you? Still the lady said, I am Elder Seth. Of Church of Pentecost, <laughs> I 
Hey! So I blocked her immediately. Because of my men laughed at me, uh, I blocked her. About a week after, I was there when another number sent me a message. Then, hello, man of God, please, I hope you are doing well. I replied. The moment I replied, she sent a picture, a photograph of her picture and my picture, and she has used love emoji. <laughs> hey! Now, I didn't even allow her to say any other thing, and I didn't even bother to say anything. I blocked her immediately. And since then, so what am I trying to say? Some of these people, if you know, they are not close, as in one-on-one, -on -one, you meet them every day, block them. Are you listening to me? The first thing, block them. Before you can block, you have to come to a certain point of discipline. Because I know people who block you today. Tomorrow they will block you and say, I hope you have eaten. And the ladies are very good at that. Say, so don't call me again. You say, is that what you take me for? Don't call me again. It's over. The lady will talk plenty. And the ladies are very quick in, in, in blocking. Ah, yeah. I don't know if they have an anointing for that. They will block you right now. And they are the people that will unblock you fast. So after a day, they have not heard from you. Ah, then it looks like they have released some microorganisms in their in, in, hey, in their bloodstream. They can't sit. Sometimes even when they unblock you, they will not text you. You will be the person that will look at you and see that they have updated their status. Then you know that ah, a has unblocked me. So that you will go and text. Oh, so so the first thing is to go to God in prayer for wisdom. Very, very important for wisdom. And this wisdom will let you know what to do because there are some people who are supposed to be helpers to you, even for the next level of your life, that the enemy can penetrate to let them have their focus on you to destroy you are you getting it sometimes even the people you want to marry a time will come if you are not spiritually wise and sensitive the enemy can penetrate through them to destroy your life people that you can marry are, are you following
That is the reason we need to open our eyes. <clears throat> We need to open our eyes. Because there are some people that were in relationships. In fact, they prayed and God gave them the go ahead. They know that this relationship, their God, is in it. But the enemy entered and they began to have sexual intercourse. Now, that opened the platform for the enemy to enter the relationship and to destroy things. Now they don't even talk. Now that young man that was focused on God, that had an anointing for the prophetic and other things, now he's no longer flowing in the prophetic. And the young lady too that was singing too has lost that grace and did, did not also end up together. And both of them will go with scars in their souls they will be bleeding if they don't get good people to help them heal from all those things they can go and repeat mistakes in the other relationships you see that is the reason why first you need to pray to god for wisdom because if you are in a relationship with somebody God has endorsed, maybe God said, oh, this lady is good. She can help your destiny. You can also help her destiny. It does not mean you cannot, that relationship cannot end. Even though God has approved, but that relationship can be broken. And it can be destroyed through sometimes your own way of handling things. Sometimes family matters. A whole lot of things can destroy that relationship, even though God gave go ahead. When God gives a go ahead, it's like the engine of a car that is perfectly working. But the one that is controlling the steering wheel can either crash the car or drive safely to the destination. A car can get an accident and the engine will still be intact. But the one that was controlling the steering wheel might be dead. And the car might have been destroyed at a certain point. But the engine might not have developed any problem. So the engine of a car is in charge of the car. The car is the whole relationship. The engine is what is in charge. And this, the, the steer is that which controls it. So God is in charge of anything he has endorsed. But the people that God endorsed are the controlling figures. So God can be in charge, but you can control it in a negative way and lose it. Now, when the enemy wants people to lose good relationship that God has endorsed, the easiest way he does that is to bring in premarital sex. When you begin to have sex before marriage, problems will come. If you are not, if you don't go to God in prayer and in fastings to work things out, you, you might not be able to marry the person. 
Are you listening to me? And this thing I'm talking about has brought a lot of enemies among ourselves. And I told you, anytime people fornicate, something dies in them. Anytime people fornicate, something dies in them. Godly things. And even things that you are supposed to experience physically, easily in your life, you will now be struggling for it. And Yemeni is easy for you to get. Now you are struggling because of what you did. That is the reason why God must be of help to us in order to overcome some of these things. The enemy knows these things, so he always wants to keep us in bondage so that our minds will be occupied with a whole lot of junk and we keep struggling and we don't even know what to do. And the whole lot, he said, that's what he does. So that you will not even focus on destiny. So you pray to God for wisdom. After God has given you that grace and wisdom to decipher the people you need to keep and the people you need to expel from your life. The next thing you need is discipline. 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 There are some of you listening to me. If you don't become strict and if you don't become disciplined when it comes to your WhatsApp status, you, you will mess up. You know yourself. When you post something that is jovial and people keep responding and they are laughing, hey, 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 you can be carried away by that thing. By the time you realize you are falling into something that you don't like. There's some of you listening to me. If you keep posting scriptures, nobody will respond. Nobody will reply. And your peace will so be strong on you. You will be in nice, beautiful peace. See? You can be posting scriptural things, some spiritual matters. You be in few. If you like, go and post somebody that is dancing. Ah! You realize that people that were forcing to talk to you, that were not getting any chance, will use that as a means to talk to you. And if care is not taken, you might be carried away by these things. Amen. Young people, relationship is not a license for sex. Don't complicate life. You see? Don't complicate life. You are in a relationship with a certain guy. He said, me, as for me, they me, I cannot be in a relationship with any lady and not have sex with her. And you are a child of God, young lady. You are in a relationship with this guy. Something is wrong with your brain. If he says he cannot be in any relationship with any lady and, and without having sex, it's okay, fine. Go for those that you can have sex with. I'm not like those people. 
if you let your emotions lead you, you become the foolish person ever you have even seen in your own life. If you like, <laughs> I'm telling you. Some of you have become victims of what I'm talking about. You know very well that this time, power that you are going to visit your boyfriend, you dear. You know. You know, once you go, you mean, nah, things were running through your mind. This time, you power that you are going to give him food, you dear. Mm. Mm. And still, she will go. Then the next morning I come to her, I don't even know what came over me. Oh Lord, please forgive me. We will slap you, eh? You don't even know what came over what? Some of these young guys can sit down as if they are meteorologists. They can decode that okay, when she comes, maybe after 25 minutes it will rain. They will just do some calculations and then they will call you. Um, please, can you get me some noodles? Hey, you get there, no. It starts raining. Yeah, they go, oh, oh, Jesus, it's raining. Oh, so what are we going to do now? Okay, I think I have a certain Uber. They'll, they'll make it as if they are trying to call a certain boat guy to come and pick you up just say a whole lot i'm calling him he's not picking up hey you don't know when guys make up their mind to fool around (laughs) this is the reason why don't go to see put restrictions it is in the discipline that you put restrictions on your life are you listening to me put restrictions First, I will never go and sleep at my boyfriend's place or my girlfriend's place. First thing, I will never visit him when it is beyond 6.30 p.m. or 7 p.m. Especially when you know your house is far away from his house. Third, you see, so put a lot of measures in place. I'm not going to wash his clothes for him. No, I won't do that. If he wants me to cook for him, it is not by force. I will cook the food in my house. We will meet at the junction where everybody is. I will deliver it to him as a delivery um, company worker. You take your food, you go back home. Oh, Charlie, won't you throw me? As you throw who? My Cristiano Ronaldo? As you throw who? Oh, throw me little. Just throw me. To, yeah. You throw, you throw, you throw, you side. You go and kick you. So put restrictions on yourself. Are you listening to me? 
You are in a relationship with the person. Don't cook for the person. Cooking for the person is not part of the relationship. Washing the clothes of the person is not part of the relationship. Are you listening to me? Maybe he wants to, if you want to sacrifice to do that, fine. Do it in your house and go and deliver it to him. Come back home. Don't go and wash. Listen to me. Some of you, where you have gotten to there, So right now, we don't even have fingernails. They have all vanished because the kind of jeans you have washed. Hmm? Meanwhile, you are not yet married. Though. You have washed jeans. When we look at your hand, from your wrist to your fingertips, the color of that part is different from, from your wrist to your, your elbow and the rest. There's a one something fit, 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 fit. Hey! Friday in the evening, a uncle will not go to her house. She will be at Kwekutemi's place. And when she gets there, she has a small jeans knicker. Very, very short. I'm fat top. Why didn't you take top? Then you go, you know, Kwekutemi has a very big shirt. Like what 50 cent and those recross people used to wear for their videos. Then she put it on. Then they have have written number three in front of (laughs) Saturday. 5 a.m. You hear sh- 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 at the washroom. Somebody is crabbing. Hey! Are you uncle? Mama Dawasi. You do this ah, for one year, four months, and the relationship will go and hit a certain tree. Bye. Then it breaks. Now, when you recall the day you were scrubbing the bathroom, it was not towels. It was not towels. The thing was pure cement, concrete. And the way your finger... hmm? The way your your, your finger scratched the floor as if it was the brush you were using to scrub. You got injured. And they get, oh, sorry, babe, sorry. You put some small um, ukrobeu. If you don't know ukrobeu, you have have experienced that before. Yeah, you were happy. You can't sleep at night. You are, you are forcing to sleep around 1.17 a.m. No, I was sorry. You sit down on the bed just like that. Shout, hey! <laughs> then you sleep again. 
Hmm. That's what happens. So early in the morning when they wake up and they are go- they can just meet a small boy who is buying cocoa somewhere and they say, "Ima, Ima, come, Ima, we the Ima see me be mommy, Ima." Listen to what I'm saying. Am I at fault? Why should Ima is four years old? Assembling, huh? Somebody said, "Please, ever since I started dating my beloved, I've never watched before." She comes for it and do it and bring it over the weekend because I'm busy. Is it a sin? Because even my female friends can watch for me. So if my beloved does it for me, is it wrong? <laughs> oh, Holy Ghost, have mercy on us. All right, Jaru. You see. This is clearly not the right path. Are you getting it? And we should not be focusing on the fact that whether it is a sin or not a sin. That's not the focus. What you need to take notice: Does it show respect to the lady's family? That's the first thing you should take note of. Somebody you have not yet paid. Her bride price. That is why, if the lady decides to wash for for you, it is her own decision to do that. But I would have loved that you would have done this thing after marriage. Are you listening to me? Because. First thing, it does not show respect to the lady's family. It is like this: you are using her to do something when you have not yet paid her bride price. It is the same thing as in having sex with the lady you are not married to. You have first disrespected her father and her family. I don't forget in my point. So the problem is not between you and God; it is between yourself, the lady, and her family. It is only in the sight of God that we can say it is a sin or not a sin. But this one is not even about God at all. It is between the lady, yourself, and the family. Are you listening to me? Because marriage is so legal to an extent that it is actually a covenant, and there are many things that are supposed to be kept private until you marry. But if it becomes public, especially the lady washing your boxes, that is very very sensitive. In fact, what I can see, it is not respectful. Are you getting it? It is not. It is not. 
But if she decides to wash it anyway, no problem. If she decides, no problem. She can continue to wash. I don't know if you are following. But don't forget what I've already said. Are you listening to me? There is no way. There is no way in tradition or even in in the in the biblical concept of marriage that says when you are in a relationship the woman should be washing the man's clothes it is not in traditional even tradition when we enter into tradition it is more strict than anything but you see when people fall in love they try to create a whole lot of romantic and emotional world for themselves and this thing causes them to kind of alter a whole lot of traditional understanding about things and it brings a lot of troubles exactly in case the relationship the relationship doesn't end in marriage a whole lot of problems can come in here a whole lot that is where the, the issue is and you see there is no relationship that has a hundred percent guarantee of marriage no even people marry people that are married they divorce That's why there are many things we don't do in relationships. Are you getting it? So the best thing I can tell you is that get a trustworthy person who can do your washing for you. Okay? In one way or the other, it is a sign of respect that you are giving to the lady and to her family. Oh, Charlie, babe, relax, relax. You will become a wife soon. I will marry you soon. Mm. I don't want you to be, you know, let me show some respect to this, this, this. See? Some of the guys, the lady will come and wash for them. They say, why is it that you didn't wash the boxer well? Huh? You were supposed to open the down there and posa with your hand. Posa like a, a, a wife material. This, no, 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 no. Some of them will say, man of God, how will I know that she is, a, she is a married material if she does not cook for me to taste their food? <laughs> how will I know that she is, you see, man of God, how will I know that the lady I am about to marry is a married material if, uh, if we are not sexually compatible? At least, I need to test the waters and see if we are sexually compatible before we can marry, so that I will save myself from a whole of... You are thinking like one of the cousins of Satan. I'm telling you. 
people don't know. The way the ladies have become quiet because to be a senior man, see, 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 see. What? Auntie Sissy, won't you stop? Somebody said my grandma's name was Auntie Sissy. Oh, and that's to grandma. Oh. I hope she's fine. Oh, she's dead. Oh, Auntie Sissy. Oh, sorry. Oh, Auntie Sissy. Oh, it is well. It is well. Hallelujah. So, people of God, I know this teaching has actually opened the eyes of many people and it will bring us to a place of, you know, deep understanding and discipline. If you're a young lady, be very careful. Don't let your emotions lead you. You will do things you will regret. I'm telling you, don't let your emotions lead you. Are you listening to me? That some young ladies they just believe they are so beautiful beautiful so they are being led by their that kind of you see awareness of their beauty i'm beautiful i'm a beautiful lady because a lot of guys are rushing them hey i don't want to i'm a pastor hmm? <laughs> i am not like those people who use a weasimu in them to advise people, hey you, maybe no, no, I'm not. I, those things are not my message. But be careful. Are you listening to me? Be very, very careful. The greatest deception that a woman can ever experience is when she thinks she's so beautiful that. Every man wants her. Who told you? Who told you? Sha! When God gives you a good man that can tolerate a lot of nonsense that you are now trying to change from, not the nonsense you have decided to stay in. My dear sister, Handle him with care. Are you listening to me? Some of you, if you open your mouth to talk about relationship, God should even slap you. If you open your mouth to talk about relationship, God should slap you where you are standing. You don't know anything in this life. Nothing. Nothing. Small exam school. So we say Diego say Porto. Management where Diego you want to go and manage matrimonial home. The one that you don't write exams, you use your your wisdom to handle. Two hours fifteen minutes where Diego say Porto. You are not serious. Somebody is talking to the person makes a mistake and he, he sees something. Am I the one you're talking to like that? It's okay, fine. It's okay. We shall see. You can't forgive and you want to marry. You can't forgive. Oh. 
any small thing. You want to drag the matter three days. We are still talking about it. God should slap you where you are. You need a lot of time to grow. I'm telling you. Young lady, God is connecting you to a young man he's raising as a prophet for you to marry him. Let us pray. Say, we are praying too much. Everything is not about prayer. Everything is not about prayer. You that you are saying everything is not about prayer, that you are not praying. What have you done? What have you done? You are just the only movie that will come on Netflix. You are aware. You know all the movie sites. Everything you know. Nothing good. And you want to get married. You think you want to go and marry at this one, right? What role are you playing? Some of you, some things, just you, when people look on your WhatsApp status, they can just tell you whole day what is happening to you. Whatever is going on in your life, everybody can just read it on your WhatsApp status and you want to go and marry. You are not serious. You have a small argument with your husband, you go and post, hmm. The people will now come and sumpre their mouth and they'll be poking their mouth into your. What is, what is happening, sister? It's as if they care. Is everything okay? You know I care about you. You know, tell me what is it? What what what's the problem? Then you go and open your big mouth and say the thing. Tell me this marriage thing. I not do again. I not do again. Could you believe that I was talking to Imam today? He slapped me. Imam slapped me. Imam he slapped even Jesus. Even Jesus. The when well, asked Jesus, the way they beat him, he didn't talk. He said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. One slap, you want to, you want, Master, go and take the next one. <laughs> Amen. God bless you and keep all of you strong. May the Lord help us and grant us divine grace in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that God will give us the great wisdom, especially our dear sisters. Especially our dear sisters. We pray that God will help you control your emotions and give you the wisdom of Deborah. To handle difficult matters and i pray for the young men that any spirit that will lead you to look into other people's matters when you have your own may god deliver you from that spirit in the mighty name of the lord jesus i pray that god will grant you the wisdom and the, give you the secret that will let you understand the mystery of marriage and grant you the ability to stay 
with one person for the rest of your life. I pray that that grace will be given to us. It is a wisdom that cometh from above. I pray that you receive that wisdom in the name of the Lord Jesus. So if you are here, you are in a relationship and you are having sex, let today be the end of that thing. If you tell your boyfriend about it and he says he cannot do that, definitely he must sleep with you. Let him go. He is not your destiny. You came to this earth with your destiny before you got connected. If you let anybody deceive you, that if you lose that your boyfriend, you have lost your greatest destiny helper and you will never prosper in life. You'll be the most foolish person you have ever seen in your own life. Anything you did not come with from the womb of your mother can leave you at any time. So whenever you are making plans for life, have this in your mind. In case this person I'm building my whole life around leaves me, what will happen? When people leave you, destiny still holds. So let your focus and your plans be around destiny. 